It's Mike. How are we doing today? Are we better than last night? I hope so. Mike's Daily Podcast. I guess the last podcast. I was a tad bit angry, but I'm happy now. Mike's Daily Podcast. I'm a little bit better. Oh, I could not upload my podcast to Mixcloud. Mixcloud is this uh, service that maybe you use. If you're in a crowd and you're uploading music to it and you're saying, hey, this is my podcast or this is my tunes, it's good. Listen to that. It's Mike. Mike's Daily Podcast. Live from Podcastro Valleyton, the last place on earth. The last show was called Mike's Unhappy. Daily. And that was due to podcast. some issues that I was having. Yeah. With employees, because I'm a manager, that's my job. And suddenly, uh, I was without any help. Everybody was gone. I had to take over. I had to. That meant I had to go into work on the weekend, and that's annoying to me. Is that annoying to you? Do you love that? Do you love going into work on the weekend? Huh? No, you're not a glutton for punishment like me. Oh, amazing. But some people are on happy because of things like they make all their money on YouTube and suddenly YouTube says you know what I'm gonna demonetize you and everything's gone and they lose a bunch of money and their whole livelihood is gone but let me ask you this question there's this uh, object called a basket and there are these things called eggs And what happens is if you put all of the eggs in the basket, well, stuff can happen. They could all be broken all at once by some crazy mad person named YouTube. And suddenly it's all gone. So Carpetbagger is the guy I watch and he did not put all his eggs in, well, he did put all his eggs in one basket, all his eggs in one bag actually. And now he's hurting because he got demonetized and he got no rhyme or reason as to why that happened. But I'll tell you one thing, that has never, ever, ever been a good idea to put everything in one thing, to put all your money on one horse, to put all your fruit in a... Oh, the Power of the Doctor trailer came out today for Doctor Who. Basically showing Oh the late great Basil the Boxer Oh he was the best dog ever And I loved him so much You have no idea He's in every show And if you did not know I lost Basil in 2020 About halfway through the year It was horrible Well at any rate uh, uh, Miss uh, Jodie Whittaker Will be leaving Doctor Who And it showed a real quick glimpse in the latest trailer of her regenerating. And we already know who the next doctor is. And now there's like a gazillion whenever they put a trailer out. Everybody's got to put their little trailers out on YouTube. All their little... Ah! That's what's happening. This is what's happening. They try and guess. And they make a whole video and they talk to the camera. Hey fans! Hey everybody! Hey guys! Did you see the latest trailer? What does that mean? Oh, at one point she said the word if. 
What does that word if mean? What does that mean? I don't, she didn't actually say if, but. So what would happen if all of a sudden, if you don't diversify, you're messed up, is what I'm trying to say. If you don't diversify in your job, in your career, have an idea of another career you might want to go into. If you don't, you know, there's, there's all kinds of options out there. In our great America country that we live in, not am- amnesia, whatever I was talking, amnesia. What was the name of the continent I was talking about? That the whole world's going to turn into one continent at some point, like back from Pangea or Pan Pan Panera Panera Bread, whatever it was called. It's going to go back. To, yeah, I get names wrong. I'm sorry, I just get names wrong. That's how I roll. I make a name wrong, I try and say the right word, and I go the wrong way, it's terrible. Oh, my brain. I need to trade it in for a better brain. But thank you for understanding. So, I would like to tell you that the uh, Mixcloud is this... I. So, what I do is I diversify the podcast. I actually have it not just on YouTube... Because I learned about three months ago Not to put your eggs all in that basket Because YouTube will suddenly Demonetize you Or I'm not even I I mean I'm monetized But I don't make any money off of YouTube At all Nothing Not a cent But If YouTube bans me And they did ban me for some stupid thing I wasn't saying anything Anti-vaxxery Vaxatious Anti-vax Sensationalistic Nothing like that I was just saying What the CDC was saying And what the WHO was saying And they suddenly just Killed my channel You can't upload anything else For a week And I said fine I'm not uploading anything to you anymore But now I'm doing that again I'm not making I used to make a little short videoette For every podcast I'm not doing that anymore Absolutely Total waste of my time Nobody clicked on any of those And that's what really dissuades me From making a video I was talking to someone She's been in media for a long time She's won an Emmy She does a lot of television and radio I mean for her to do A little bit For professional television For like a newscast Takes her five seconds She can Write it out She types it out super fast And then reads it But doesn't sound like she's reading It's amazing She's such a professional And I was saying to her Would you do a YouTube channel? Because I don't know what I would do a YouTube channel about Not I would certainly not video As we go outside a cafe anyway Where we bring you Mike's Daily Podcast Somewhere in Podcaster Valley To the last place on earth Yes Would it be nice If I could just totally flesh out Cafe anyway And make it actually visual for you? And you could see it in video form But then hey It would just look like another restaurant Who cares I see a restaurant every day Big whoop I mean I don't have these massive grand schemes Of what to make a, a, a restaurant look Over the top Sensational fantastic I leave that to your imagination What does cafe anyway look like Any way you want it That's the way you need it Any way you want it You make it as journey as you want it That's your journey That's what you do 
that's the fun of audio, of theater of the mind. You can go as crazy with your imagination as you want to imagine what Cafe Anyway is. And we're outside a Cafe Anyway, somewhere in Podcaster Valley, it's in the last place on earth. Uh, there could be birds flying overhead, pterodactyls, pelicans. Pelicans are beautiful, by the way. The podcast picture is not of a pelican. And I should have said what it was when A-Frame said, here's today's podcast picture. I kind of missed it. Sorry. Sorry. I guess it is going to be for my trip last weekend. We'll go back exactly a week ago today to when I think I was at a waterfall. Sounds good, huh? We'll post that picture at MikeSillyPodcast.com in McLeod near Shasta. The McLeod Falls. So beautiful. Oh. But my whole thing to Mr. Carpetbagger, whom I, I've, I'm addicted to watching his shows, his little YouTube channel. I love watching his YouTube channel. I love watching, hearing him go. Or I, I, I love watching him go to places. And that's what everybody else loves about him. And I love hearing him describe some things that he's looking at and going, oh, that's he's pretty knowledgeable about stuff. And it's recorded right there. I mean, he makes it super fast, the video, then uploads it the next day. It, it really is a daily, it's like a daily podcast, only it's a daily video blog or vlog. And his, his podcast, his uh, video blog suddenly got demonetized and he said something to this effect. Today's video out as soon as they fix it. Hopefully, I'm really stressing out. Honestly, I don't, I, I'm not even sure because I'm hoping that this is something that can get fixed quickly. There's no guarantee. Um, I can't talk to anyone. You can't get an update from YouTube. They're a little tight. That's the thing. That's the thing. You put all your eggs in that basket and you can't even get a hold of them. You can't even talk to a person when everything goes wrong. That is the trouble with big tech. Never. I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I'm not saying they rigged the election. I'm not saying they created the vaccine and they're going to put little mind chips in our bodies through the vaccine or any of that crazy stuff. I am I am saying that they are not consumer they are not customer friendly. They if something goes wrong and there are people that depend on them and that's not their fault. Is it or is it their fault? Is it their fault that they've created such an amazingly huge platform that everyone watches? That everyone wants That we have now entered a new society Where content Where what we used to watch Which came through A gatekeeper Of some sort Somebody at the top A top executive The NBC executive The What was his name? Littlefoot Little Littleton Little uh, That guy He <laughs> Uh, he, you know, said, hey, I think we should put Seinfeld on. I'm going to take a chance on him. He's going to be really good. Uh, and let's see what NBC is. Matt Strauss, Matt Bond. I guess they're the heads now. And Jeff Zucker. These are all people. I guess they're all people, huh? Well, we would have these gatekeepers at one time. 
And we don't it. Everybody's a geeky. Everybody's creating stuff. Everyone. And back in 2009, 2008, when I was beginning to podcast, my very first thought in my very first podcast was I love podcasts. I love the concept of podcasts. The chance for everyone to be able to voice, to be able to say things, to say their mind, speak their mind, share their experiences. How wonderful is that? We don't have just have a few gatekeepers, all of them white, all of them male, all of them little Littlefield. I think it was Littlefield. All of them coming up with the, the Michael Eisner's, everyone just, you know, one focus, one thing. Now there's all, YouTube is full of content creators, full of people saying, I'm going to put money into this and make this video. It's magnificent, all the creativity. But the most successful one is YouTube. You've got your Vimeo. You've got your, what's the one? Is it Parler? That was set up by Concert or Rumble. Very conservative type hosts. Periscope was out there for a while. I don't know if that's still there. You had Vine for a while. But nobody can compete to YouTube. And then YouTube really can't compete for to unseat Instagram in what they do, the short video content, which is actually the even shorter video contents on TikTok. So you got the long, the medium, and the short, and the absolute short. And TikTok is like what Vine was at one time. But we're all creative. The point is, if you are creative and you do put a lot of money into YouTube, and okay, now you've got a lot of people watching, and now you're starting to make money. How do you live on that fine thread that at any moment someone can just take that away from you and you have no control? If you have an Apple account and something goes wrong with your Apple account, you, have, you put money into your iTunes account and somebody hacks it and spends like $50 of the money you got there, you know what you have to do? You have to email Apple. You can't call them. You have to email them and hope that they get back to you. And that's probably true with Google, probably true with Microsoft. You don't actually speak to someone. And that's just weird. That if something goes wrong with my website, I can call somebody. I like that. That's fantastic. Or now you got chat bots, but actually, or chat, actually, they got real live chat people. I guess. Just be careful, diversify, put, put uh, if you're a creative type, don't just paint on canvas, paint on all kinds of, th- paint on wood, paint on walls, <laughs> which I don't understand this. So I had to take Bart to Fremont today and I have not been on Bart in a while. I had to go there cause my employee, as you heard from the last show got sick. So I had to go in and substitute for him. And as I'm, I'm heading back from Fremont, going through Hayward on BART, I look over and there's this wall near the Hayward BART. Uh, not the South Hayward BART, but the other one. I guess it would be the North Hayward BART, the one on A Street or B Street. And it is, uh, you're, you're going along and you look, you look uh, west, there's a wall that was painted and they put this beautiful mural there. And they must have painted it within the past 10 years, not that long ago. It is almost completely graffitied over now. Absolute atrocity that some idiot came along and thought that was a good idea. 
You've got all these walls all around the Bay Area that you've covered with your paint. And instead of graffitiing over graffiti, they graffiti over art. That just, oh, makes me want to move out of the Bay Area and tell California to kiss my... And leave. (laughs) Just leave and get out. And I, I, I know that's not just a California problem. That's all over the country, all over the world. But just the disrespect. And you know what wall they didn't graffiti over? There's this one part of the wall that says, Welcome to Hayward. And for some reason... And, oh, and in some of the historic figures, they didn't paint over. And of course, the, all the white ones they painted over. But the, you know, more people, the less historic, the, the or the less white historic, you know, the ones that us old white guys back when we were in school and they didn't tell us a lot of stuff that they should have told us about that we had to find out later when we would sneak into that class that what? What's this class about? Oh, but now everybody's angry that we're actually teaching kids important things that they didn't know about before. And yes, history, facts. It's interesting. Wow. So the thing that Trump used to say, the fake news, you are fake news and all that. Fake news. That's enough. Put down the mic. Yet we're telling kids history that they should know absolute facts and people on the right are angry that we're teaching that we're we're not teaching them fake history we're teaching them real history we're not teaching them about chopping down a cherry tree we're telling we're teaching them absolute facts it, it wasn't pretty our history is not pretty do i love this country yes do I love the history and do I stand by the history of this country? Eh, no. And that's going to be difficult for any country that did horrible things to horrible people. You cannot, you can't defend that. Now, are we doing things completely correct in the world today? Are we making mistakes now? Probably. But I will try my best to rectify the situation as best I can with uh, voting with getting behind products and people that I believe in that I think are making good strides and doing good things in this world and in this country to make this country better I'm going to try and research and do my best to get the facts about history about people Where did I go with this? Oh, that's why I go to Twitter. No. But there was this interesting story about someone. Do you use Uber? And and as I was waiting for the train at Bayfair for almost a half an hour, I was thinking I maybe, maybe I should use Uber more often. But an Uber passenger who is 22 years old was charged 35,000 pounds. Now the pound recently dropped below what the dollar, or it, it, for the first time, was below what a dollar was worth. 
Didn't that happen last week or the week before? And England did some things to try and rectify that situation and, and things are better now. So $35,000 here in America, you can uh, uh, postulate, gestulate, is maybe... Uh, Warren, Le- Warren Littlefield, thank you. $35,000, maybe maybe $35,000. I don't know. It's, it's close to 35,000 pounds. For a four-mile trip after the destination was accidentally set to Australia. And this person, let's see, they were in Manchester. So that's in England. His name is Oliver Kaplan. Gee, that sounds like a British name. Hello, I'm Oliver. And I say that as someone that my mom actually wanted to name me. Oliver so I could have been Oliver Matthews but that didn't happen did it I had to become Mike Matthews so and if I was Oliver Matthews I wouldn't have to be competing against that dang bodybuilder guy who he's got a million YouTube subscribers listeners people because he's a muscle man and people love the muscle men so Oliver Kaplan had just finished a shift and ordered a ride to go and meet some friends for a drink and Uber picked the trainer, the trainee chef. He's a trainee chef learning all about the world of chefery. So the Uber picked him up from the Buxton Inn in Hyde. It then took him to Witchwood, a pub in Ashton under Lynn. And that is only four miles. Says Oliver, when I woke up, hung over the next morning, the last thing I expected was a charge of over 35,000 pounds. Yikes. And uh, he, he said he was initially quoted 10 pounds for the trip, which was, he was more happy with for four miles. So, it would have been nice if he did get to go to Australia. Thankfully, the company was quick to fix the error and adjusted Oliver's bill to the correct amount of £10.73 or shillings or whatever they do. Before anything came out of his account. I'm still wondering how the location was even set to Australia in the first place, seeing it is, it is the other side of the globe. Thankfully, they were really good about it and made it right straight away. But it was a stressful half an hour, to say the least. All right. And that is that little bit of fact. Or is it? Uh, Let's see. Well, time now, as we're outside a cafe anyway, somewhere in Podcaster Valley, to say hi to a couple people. Mark, it's pretty to the rodeo queen. How y'all do? It's a disgruntled bear. Tell you what. What? Yeah, I hate YouTube because they take down everybody's channels if they say anything uh, against Biden. No, well, I don't know about that. If they, if they talk a lot about COVID, let's see, I'll probably get taken off of YouTube just for saying the sentence. If you say a lot about COVID and a lot about the elections and the election conspiracy people and all that, you get taken down just for mentioning it. You don't even have to go into the theories, into the, uh, what's his name? Alex Jonesian type craziness. You just get taken off. Yeah. Okay. That's why I don't like them. Well, 
I would have to agree almost with you. But look who else is here. Hello, Mike. I make the delicious root beer. How's the right now? I love history. Oh, good. I could go for a little root beer action. Mm. Oh, that's so good. What is that? It's a Mountain Dew root beer. Mmm. I guess you could make that just any place that had a soda fountain or a fountain where you could just pick any two or several things. There's a robotic one. There's the computerized one. That soft drink dispenser. It's computerized with the computer screen. That's been around for about five or six years now. Oh, I have so much fun with those. Probably a bad idea. Pick it right now, I'll cut you. I think I already drank it. So now, because I've already drank it, it's time for the segment called uh, my, um, 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 Let's Go Back with Matthews. Warren Littlefield. Here we go. We're going back. We're going back with Matthews. I'm Mike Matthews, and let's go back in time. Yours truly loves to do the radio thing. I work in radio. I've done it for since uh, 86. And back in 86, 87, I was interning at a radio station in Santa Barbara called Y97. And they, I played a little bit of them on a recent podcast. Well, I have not played this yet, I don't think. So I wanted to get on the air. And because I like to start all my stories with the word so. So, right? Thanks. I would then. Right? I was, I was trying to go all millennial, but uh, I can't. Right? So. Is that a millennial thing? No. At any rate, cafe at any rate, I was going to go. I, was, I wanted to be on the radio. How do I get on the radio? I asked the night DJ. He said, well, let's see. Let's uh, get you some records here. There's two turntables. And look, over there is a microphone. Here, why don't you talk in between the songs? You're going to do a quick little over the song intro break. Go for it. And have fun. So I made this. This is now like the first little air check. The first little demo tape that I made that I then gave to the night guy who then gave to the program director, Steve Smith, who recently passed away, by the way. And I eventually got, Steve said, all right, let's just put him on the air. Let's see what happens. And I've been on the air ever since in some way or another. But here we go. Here's a little bit of this. Oh, this is going to be embarrassing. Here we go. Mike Matthews in 1987-ish. Wait a minute. This is not the... No. (laughs) I am so sorry. I am wrong. This is actually an air shift. Oh. Okay, no. This is 1989. Yes. We're a little bit late. Waiting for a star to fall. When boy meets girl. Boy meets girl. That was 88. So, okay. You'll have to keep listening to the podcasts. In a future podcast, I'll actually play that really, really old air check but this actually this is now they put me on the air I've been on the air a couple of years and I'm coming out of a great song from 10,000 Maniacs called 
what's the what's the matter here? That's right. I saw Ten Thousand Maniacs open for Squeeze. I think that was in 1988, and it was at the Arlington Theater in Santa Barbara. I also saw a great show with Crowded House there. And then about 10 years later, 20 years later, 20 years later, I saw Crowded House again at the Santa Barbara Bowl. So Santa Barbara and great concerts always seem to be fused together in my brain. There's a Natalie, Natalie, Na, not Natalie Imbruglia. Oh, Natalie Merchant. Thank you. Natalie Merchant of 10,000 Maniacs. There she is singing, What's the Matter Here? And now Mike is about to talk. Oh, God, here we go. KHGY 197 and 10,000 Maniacs. What's the matter here? Good morning. My name is Mike Matthews, and I am the early morning substitute DJ, being that Alan Hill is a bit ill, bit sick, bit out of the way today. He's feeling blue. United Way of Santa Barbara County will celebrate its fundraising accomplishments for 1988 at a cocktail reception on Thursday, January 26th at the Music Academy of the West in Montecito. For information or to make reservations, call the United Way office at 965-8591. The number again, 965-8591. And can you believe it? We're coming back with another 60-minute power play, so hold on. Y97. Raising a child these days, you have to be a child's cook, maid, and chauffeur. It's but you true. also need to be part psych. Wow. I'm like, I think I'm 21 there. 22, 21. I don't know why I was trying to do that with my voice. I was trying to sound all radio sounding. <laughs> Old Mike to young Mike. What? What was that? <sighs> Just one more. One more. One more. Well, toll free 800-255-8300. That's 800-255-8300 for time. Wait. 800-255-800. Let me try that number. 800-255. What was it? Oh, Dang it, I need to wait. See, <laughs> she's probably gonna say it one more time. Child magazine. Good morning. Oh, she didn't. All right. It's 4.55. I'm Mike Matthews kicking off a 60 minute power play on KHDY Santa Barbara with Fleetwood Mac as long as you follow. The Hot FM, uh, I forgot about that Fleetwood Mac song. And I'm gonna win as long as you follow. Ah, uh, 1989 was when that was. What a year. <sighs> you know, there's that Casey Kasem countdown show. Wherever you live, there's probably a radio station that carries it on the weekends. He's long gone. He passed away, I think, five or six years ago. Crazy, crazy family squabbles after he passed. They, the, his uh, widow did some crazy things. Like, didn't tell the police right away when he died and that kind of stuff. I once met Casey Kasem's son when he was first getting into radio. He interned for one day at this radio station I worked at in Thousand Oaks. Just all kinds of... So Casey Kasem, when you listen to that show, you never hear any programs from 1989. 
And that is because he quit doing the American Top 40 countdown and started his own called Casey's Countdown. And I was listening to it as I was coming back from Shasta, Mount Shasta last Sunday. And I I was there with my lovely lady friend driving along on the longest drive of my life, that four and a half hour drive from Mount Shasta back to Podcastro Valley. And we were listening to the countdown. One of the radio stations was playing it. And it was 1987. And I had forgotten about how so many acts that when we think of the 80s, we go, oh, oh, yeah, that's a that's a big band that came from, out of the 80s. There were so many songs and, and albums that were put out by these bands and groups from that time period that had very unsuccessful albums that year. The Cars put out a song called You Are the Girl. It is not one of their classics. When you think of the songs from The Cars, you think of You Gave Me Just What I Needed and uh, She's My Best Friend's Girl and uh, uh, you, you Might Think I'm Delirious and Who's Gonna Drive You Home Tonight and those. But you don't think of You Are the Girl. That was not a big hit. Brian Adams, who would later have huge success with everything I do, I do it for or everything we, I do it for you. The Robin Hood song, which was more of a hit in 1990, but he had an album out that year. I think it was called Into the Fire, that did not do that. It had one hit off of it, called In the Heat of the Night. That was pretty big, but. He was much more well known for this song Heaven Oh thinking about it Summer of 69 And believe me I, I stayed up I was up at 5 in the morning Thinking of Brian Adams songs But this one song That he released in 1987 I forgot how much I love this song It's called uh, Victim of Love And it's not the Eagles song Victim of Love Or the Erasure song This time I won't end up Another victim of love It was this uh Heaven knows you're only getting up. You ain't no secret. You're a victim, love. Oh, gosh. That was such a good song. Living such a lonely game. And people just forget about that Brian Adams song. It didn't get that high on the charts, but I think it did get into the top 20. But, oh, people don't even remember that song. And if you try and look it up on YouTube, you can find the video, which was actually pretty edgy. For 1987, you see some same-sex relationships happening. But there is a very interesting... It's just a very... It's, 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 I love that song. And it was playing in this countdown with Casey Kasem. It was the same countdown where he was playing a song by LL Cool J. The I Need Love song, which I think was his first top 40 hit. It's kind of a ballad with some cool clapping in it. And all kinds of cool little drum machine effects, and he, it was a basically a love song rap song, which a, what that was the first of its kind in 1987. So Casey Kasem does a whole explanation of rap terms, like when you're illin, that means you're not doing so well, and if you're chillin, that means you're just hanging out. I'm Casey Kasem. On to the next segment. On with the countdown. This is the last part of the segment, the show, where uh, I go and I play a song from somebody from today. 
from this wonderful time we call the present. And this is a little segment we call the Mike Matthews New Tunes Feud. At long last, the waiting room video is out for the world to see. This is by Bria Jean. Bria Jean looks like a young lady, uh, probably in her early 20s. Let me play a little bit for you here. Probably is how that goes But I can't play it at all Because uh, I'll get dinged by YouTube And the whole carpet beggar thing will happen Where I get banned and demonetized Oh I don't make any money Who cares Okay so did you like Bria Jean better Or do you like this one By a group called Red The Reds, Pinks and Purples The Reds, Pinks and Purples And this is a song Called I Should I Should Have Helped You. All right, so do you like Mia Jean better or the Reds, Pinks, and Purples better? Call me 336-MM-DAILY. 3 plus 3 equals 6. MM is in Mike Matthews Daily, as in what this podcast will try to be. Sometimes I don't quite am not able to do it because I get interrupted by all kinds of things called life. As the thing called life, it's a mighty long time, but you know, there's something afterwards. The afterlife day and night and when you're in the elevators trying to break you down go crazy is what I'm trying to say go crazy and I hope you enjoyed the craziness of this podcast the facts and a little bit of the fiction and a little bit of the reality but don't get too too wound up with the reality because then you'll never sleep and never and then you'll never be happy and you'll do a podcast called unhappy and that's no good you got to diversify you got to live it up you got to mix it up Gotta have a good time. Think about the 80s. Think about the 90s. Think about the O's. Think about the 10s. Think about now. I don't know. Go back to the 20s. There's some interesting music back then, too. Think about it all. Think about songs that were never recorded because there was nothing to record them with that were just written down. Think about those. Read some old lyrics. Read some old poetry. Read an old play. Read a Bible verse. Read a verse... An adverse. Read an adverse, adverse advertisement is what I'm trying to say. Is A-Frame is taking us out of FF episode 2502. From Cafe Anyway, the last place on earth. Mike's Daily Podcast is written and produced and performed by Mike Matthews. His podcast is super easy to find. Download or listen to his show and read his blog at mikesdailypodcast.com. Email Mike now. Mike's Daily Podcast at gmail.com. See you tomorrow. Bye.